You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here today, none other than the commentator from the World Cup, and yours truly, Mr. Monster Deface. What's going on, buddy? Yo, what's going on, guys? We're back, and we got a special, special one for y'all today. It, it, it is special. We got, we got a little something different we might be doing this week. You might hear one episode. You might hear two episodes. In fact, we're, we're going to be playing the catch-up game a little bit since me and Monster have been out, so you guys might get some extra stuff here and there, so stay tuned. But I'm really excited about today's. Guys, as always, the quick things to go through. If you're a Patreon, thank you so much for your continued support. We have been overly, overly, uh, uh, what, what, what's the word? Um, Active, busy, yes, grinding. Yes, so if there's something we owe you and we haven't got there yet, I promise you this week is our week to catch up and get it to you guys. Uh, it, we're working on some of the video things and things that you guys of Patreons may know about, know about that is special for you, and uh, we're getting to those as quickly as possible. So give us another week or two to iron it all out and get back on track here. Uh, and then obviously make sure you follow us at the Fortnite Podcast. And, of course, Monsters YouTube page. You can see Fortnite all the time at youtube.com slash monsterdface. So make sure you go there, you check up. There's a lot of cool stuff from the Fortnite World Cup. Tons of stuff that he's got up there, so make sure you go check it out. Well, without further ado, Monster, we have a very special guest uh, today. Well, mm-hmm. should I say guests with, a, with, with an S at the end, right? Uh, you guys at home or listening, wherever you are, you might know these guys. I, me and Monster go ahead and title them as the, the best the best Fortnite duo because the best standing Fortnite duo in the world currently on the, on the call today. That's who we got. Yeah, absolutely. They came in second, but now they are first in the world cup because the other duo is no longer together, but Rohan will be so close to actually grabbing first place, which was unbelievable. But we do have the one and the only, Rojo and Wolfies here with us today. Guys, so excited to have you. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, obviously the crowd is very happy you're here as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this, man. How does it feel, first of all? You know, we'll, we'll start with you, Wolfies. How does it feel to be a Fortnite World Cup, essentially champion? I mean, second place, but you were in the top three. You are a champion. How does that feel? Yeah, no, we was really, really close to just like nabbing the top place, but it feels amazing, like being the top of the top and being the best in the game at the moment. Yeah, what about what about you, Rojos? How's it feel, man? Did did you how did you how did you feel when you knew I got second place at the Fortnite World Cup? Uh, at first, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted the first place really bad, <laughs> and especially since it was only like five points difference. But yeah. I'm, shit, I still want one point one million. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. and, and no, that, that's something that's something I always talked about. I was like the real like champions at heart, dude. If you don't get that first place, it still stings a little bit. But yeah, hey, man, yeah. second place—that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like it's just like whenever you're doing something for so long and you're practicing that much, and then you get like second place or first place, like basically top five in Fortnite. It just like it just shows shows you that it was like the right call to make, which is really nice. Well, I definitely want to go through here and hear y'all's stories, but that's why I wanted to get your first reaction, obviously, being the duo champions that you are. Um, and before we jump into the story, I just got to know, what was it, Wolfies, that you turned to Rojo and said once you knew you won second place? 
<laughs> and so basically, bro, like me and Roger were sitting there, and we we were like we looked at it because basically we we died off the game, and I and I looked at the board and I saw like we were second place, and I'm thinking like, oh, if it's gonna update, we might drop down. If it's gonna update, we might drop down. And as soon as we saw the board, like the the massive billboard hit second place, like. Like I literally like looked at Roger and I was like, "Let's fucking go, bro!" Yeah, <laughs> it was the best feeling. Like it was so good. Rojas, how did it feel sitting on that stage, like there in front of the audience? Was there ever a moment that you were like, "Holy crap, I'm actually here"? Um, no, not really. Actually, I felt really calm there. I've had times when I was at my home and it was like first event where I had to prove myself. Really, I was a bit nervous, even in one of the. False skirmishes trials, we had to use a golf cart. I was nervous as fuck for that one because I didn't prepare at all for it. It was like probably yeah. one of the most nervous times I've been playing Fortnite. But on the stage, it was just like I was playing at home. No all issues. Right. At- do do that- you guys do you guys think uh and this is like I said, before we even get to the World Cup talk really, but I gotta ask you since you're saying you felt so comfortable. Do you think it was the fact that like now they you got to use the peripherals you wanted to use, you could use the keyboard and mouse you wanted to use? Is that one thing that really paid into you know the steps that we've seen Epic take along the way in these tournaments that really let players sit in and, and seem to be able to capitalize? Um, yeah, that definitely helps. But I've always had the mindset where you like, if you just prepare properly, there's no reason to be nervous. So even if we had to use a different mouse and keyboard and like different controllers, you obviously just practice with them. So if you just practice properly, this should not really be an issue regarding being nervous or anything like that. Well, Wolfies, let's start back at the beginning, man. Tell me what got you into Fortnite? What was it that caught your, your eye? Uh, so like back in the day, me and my friends used to play on the Xbox and stuff. And we would like go into the indie games and everything. And like we would look like, for different games to play. And like on like September, I think, like 2017, we saw Fortnite come out. So like it was a deadest game. Everyone thought it was gonna be dead. I was gonna, I was playing it, and everyone was like, "Oh, this game's trash." Like we was playing, but I always, I was like really good at the game compared to everybody else. So I was like, "Yo, I'm sick of this game, but you guys can go play something like Minecraft." <laughs> so yeah. I, I just, yeah, it was really good though. Like when I, when we found out. So Rojos, how, how did you talk to me? Number one, how you got into it, but and how and how did you meet Wolfies? Uh, so basically, how I got you can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So basically how I got into Fortnite is I played the game at launch, but they didn't even have an anti-cheat. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to play this. Then I went to PUBG and I was actually kind of making fun of Fortnite because it was a kid's game. And then the mate I was playing PUBG with, he eventually went to Fortnite with the Battle Pass in Season 3. And he told me about the Battle Pass. There was like six skins and stuff like that. And then he said that I should try it. So that's when I tried it in Season 3. Then... Oh, at the end of season three, beginning season four, I played a lot. And then I got kind of burned out of the game. So I just completely stopped playing the game. And then in season five, I started again. And how I met Wolfies was in Share the Love. So at the time, I didn't have a duo. And Wolfies just got to PC. And Share the Love was the first event with live leaderboards. And he was one of the most consistent players on the leaderboards. So I just messaged him if he wanted to play some games, and uh, that's basically it. Wow. 
Wow, Wolfie's. So, so for you, Wolfie's, you like you said, you've been since the beginning. You know, Rojos yeah. going in and out of the game here. Not sure if you love the game or not, Rojos. I don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you love it now with your winnings, but. Uh, <laughs> but Wolfie's, talk to me about like your first year of it. How did that go? You know, how did you j- jump into it and then get into the pro scene? You know, you're waiting this whole time to meet your duo that you know you win together with. But talk me through that first year of it with you. Uh, so I like play on console for a really long time and like console is hard to get noticed. Like unless, cause it, you can't really be a competitive player on console because the frames are just not good enough. So you had to be like a content creator or, or flashy. And like, I was pretty quick, but I wasn't that type of player. So it was really hard for me to get into the comp scene. So as soon as I bought my PC, that's when everything started to just blow up for me. Like shared a lot. Like I bought my PC and then two weeks later, two weeks later, I just performed in shared a love. So did you ever try to make the change even when you moved to PC from controller to, to keyboard and mouse? No, I never bro. Controller going on top, you know? Yeah, let's yeah. go. See, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking oh, about. I got, monster. I got a quick question. I got a quick question. I remember sharing love event because I went to a land event to play with Bala. That's when the planes were in the game, and it was not fun for me personally competing during the share love. Uh, yeah. I just, I just gotta ask: Were you like a part of using the plane to like dive on players? Because I know you're a control player. So, were you like hyper aggressive using the the vehicles, or yeah, no, were you just was- like not? definitely really aggressive yeah like no but i i'd use the plane as just mobility so i yeah. didn't sit in, i didn't sit in the sky and just look at everybody like you know when you're you show yeah. like 20 planes in the sky not shooting at each other yeah, yeah. No, i used to just like dive on kids with my plane just jump out and one pump them like i was just like a, <laughs> i yeah. forgot i forgot who it was i asked at the fortnite world cup i obviously did a lot of interviews but i asked some like one of my questions i always asked was what meta did you like the most and believe it or not People came back to me and said, like, people are going to hate me, but I actually like the plane meta because... Crazy. Like, like it's actually really insane how many pros, yeah. and I can't wait. Like, we got a lot yeah. of videos coming out, but I can't wait to show that and see what see what kind of the harsh love some people get. The, the yeah. plane meta was amazing. Like, it was just so funny. Like, the mobility, you could literally go from one end to the other side of the map, so you never really was having that... You know, like that dead time in the game when you're just running around and you can't find anybody? The plane yeah. just took that away, so it was so fun. Well... Obviously, a lot to be talked about when you talk about being a controller player. But Rojo, whenever you joined up with Wolfie's, were you like, ah, oh, I mean, what what was it? Did you know he played keyboard or did you know he played controller at the time? Or were you like, oh, I'll take a chance with a controller player? Was there any worry that he's a controller player? So at first, I already knew he was a controller player because he was streaming as well. So I could watch his streams as well, which is always nice when you find a new duo when you're looking for one. And there was a bit of an issue with him being a controller because at one point there was like a lot of like talk about nerfing the controllers. And I think at ESL, they even nerfed them as well mm-hmm. for like one day. So I was yeah. kind of scared that in between like weeks or so in the qualifier weeks that they would just randomly nerf the controllers. So there was definitely a point where I was like, okay, this is kind of sketchy playing with a controller guy because they can get nerfed at any moment in time, basically. Yeah, that, was that a worry for you at all, Wolfies? Nah, bro. To be honest with you, I I actually had no idea. I'm really terrible at keeping up with news and stuff. So I like I was just doing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Monster, how big a difference is that though? Like, uh, you know, to 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 have you saw it being there. What was it? Three players at all that were at the Fortnite World Cup, right? With controller, so we know the difficulty. Oh, no, there no. were. There were a few more. I think there were about five, right, Wolfies? Uh, there was 
uh, I think eight in it was, there was eight controllers together. There was only two in two in duos, me and Aiden. Yeah. And there was there was six in solo. So let's yep. see. Okay, okay. Uzi and all that. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, there were there weren't many, that's for sure. Uh so for anyone that did qualify playing with the controller, proved a lot of people wrong. Um what was it? Think, eight out of hundred was it 168 players? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah some late, like a hundred and I think it was like 178 players okay. uh that qualified, you know, because you guys had to think about it. Uh, for those of you guys tuning in, the World Cup was duels and solos, but some people multiple qualified, so um 200 spots total, but I think 178 people took the, the totals. Something like that, but either way, uh, eight of those were controller guys. That's it. Eight. That's it. I mean, that, and, that's and, un- and Wolfie's actually finished the highest placement wise of all the other uh, players that uh, kind of joined in. So that's why we consider Wolfie's and Rojo to be like a legit cream of the crop top tier duo. Plus, Wolfie is the best controller player right now. Yes, and then and that makes Wolfie's the standalone strongest controller player Ooh, on the scene. That's that I'm is a, that is quite a title, yeah. and, hey, and he, he's he's got the stats. That's it shows it right there. Well, let's yeah. start, I mean, let alone you're the highest winning too, right? So of Ooh. all time, Dave, put, that, controller your, put players. that in your bio. Put that in your bio next to you're bro. the highest <laughs> winning controller player of all time. I think you made more money. This is no joke. I think you actually made more money than any other console player across any esport just on a controller. You did that. You and Rojos actually did that at the Fortnite World Cup. Incredible. I mean, you can think about the history, you know, you being a console player, you know, me too, right? We, we have Call of Duty and all these other games that have been at the top of the esports for so long. Uh, and even if you talk about, you know, so many others, like I would, I would like to know the exact dollar amount where you fall in place because that would be a crazy yeah, statistic. It's definitely, definitely in the top somewhere for sure. Oh, yeah, if, I think I'm the 71st owner in the world, like the 71st highest owner in the world. And Roger's like the 71st, and you're on controller. You're saying 71st yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. That is it's absolutely monster. unreal, Monster. Can you, like, how, talk about this, Monster. How impactful was this World Cup for some of the people that got to play in it? No, yeah, like, you know, a lot of people held the uh, esports earnings, like, obviously, as you should, in high, high regard and, and, you know, have a high esteem for it. But this World Cup, in its own like legit took that leaderboard and just put every name in the box and shook it up. Like, and, and there's so many new guys out there. And I mean, rightfully so too, because 10 weekends of qualifiers, these guys as competitors um, can, can attest to how much, you know, uh, mental endurance you need to sit there and grind and stay positive, whether you're, you know, winning or losing Um, me as a caster, you know, we, we, you know, travel and we feel the stressors, right? But we're not under the stress to perform necessarily the way these guys are to earn a spot and then right. to make it to World Cup and then perform on the biggest stage in the world, um, you know, at the time of, of obviously the, the tournament. So that, that yeah, it's, it's just monumental in so many different ways. Just to, to get there and then to earn the money, it's pretty crazy. Well, let's talk about getting there. So we, we've kind of seen how you guys have come up and you discover Wolfies as you're, as you're watching him Rojo stream and stuff. Wolfies, what was it for you guys? What brought you guys together to say, hey, man, let's do this. Let's partner together and, and, and become the world's best duo. Uh, so like when I performed well on Shared of Love, we started playing together, like just playing pubs because there was no practice at all. And to be honest with you, our chemistry wasn't actually that good from the beginning. So during the World Cup, from week uh, 1 to 10, our placements slowly got better and better and better as we started to learn each other's play styles. 
Yeah, so th- was this the first event you guys actually competed in together? Was the was the qualifiers for the Fortnite World Cup? Uh, before no, the, the, the before, field. right? Yeah, yeah. I think the gauntlet was that an event? Gauntlet, yeah. and we had a few more like smaller cup events. We did okay in them. It was not like we did bad. We just did like decent. It's like top fifty or something, but not good enough to place for the World Cup. Looking at that placement scoring type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, to kind of go through the weeks here, you guys had 98th place, and then you had, what, 196, and then you went to 27th on week six, and then, what, you jumped over to at, uh, week eight, you got 80th place, right? So week 10, you end up qualifying. So not only did you guys go through the Strigger's process of, of the qualifiers, but you didn't make it to the last week. Yeah, we picked it at the right time because that was double money as well. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save the best for less. Now, nah, but in week six, we would have 100% qualified in week six, but there was one game where we had three rifts, six shadows or something. We were ridiculous in the amount of movement. And the end game zones were in between river, in the river by uh, Tilted and the three hills. So it was like perfect scenario for us with the rifts. And then in the fourth circle, I, just yeah, so we tried to rotate to the fourth circle. We were on the side of a hill in, in the river. And then one guy behind us just randomly shot a normal sniper shot to me because he saw me and he headshotted me while I was jumping through the air. He didn't even want to push us. He, just, he was just like, oh, whatever. I would just shoot one shot here and maybe it hits. He and just yeeted it. Yeet! And he got it. Yep. <laughs> Typical Fortnite right there. Yeah. So we lost wow, out on a lot of points there. And then it just basically like breaks the mood. And then like we kind of threw it at the end. So we would have 100% qualified there if like that game went according to uh, the plan. But we did it in uh, the last week. So it's all good in the end. How, how tough was that for you guys, Wolfies, as you guys stepped away from that week and be like, man, we were so close, but yet we're not there yet. Uh, it definitely took a lot of regaining. Like I was like, so I'm like, a proper psycho. Like, I just ran at everybody and went for all the kills and stuff. And Rojo kind of like toned me down, you know, like he's got a slower play style and a bit more like methodical and all that. So I was really, I was like really quick to get salty and a bit angry and not like doubt myself. So it was a lot of Rojo helping me out with my mindset. Like, like your mindset is literally everything in this time, like, like in these qualifiers. Before we continue on, I got to ask you, is it Rojo or Rojo? It's uh, Rojo. Okay. It's, it's, it's oh. like the color red, but Wolfie's calls him Rojo. So okay. it's just their thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So you guys go into the final week, not qualified yet. Here it is. You remember week six. You were so close. You've had, what, two more times since week six to be able to get there in week, uh, well, I guess only one other time in week eight. <clears throat> able to get so close. How, what, what do y'all say to each other going into week 10? What, what are you guys talking about? Um, well, not really much, to be honest. It was just like the first game, we directly won the first game with like 15 kills, I think, something like that. And that was like, we just knew at that moment, like, this is the week to qualify. And then we just kept, we just kept in range of qualifying. And then at the end, we had another pop-off game, which basically set us into the qualifiers. We already qualified before the last game. Our very last game, when we went into that one, the points we had at the start of that game was already enough to qualify in the end. Wow. I think I think it's also important to note, you guys 
qualified through the European region, correct? Yeah. Yeah, which which again, just for everyone tuning in, the European region is regarded as one of the most difficult regions to qualify through. You're talking about, you know, you're going against the likes of the Airwalks, the Solari boys, you know, the NRG boys. Like it is is literally one of the hardest uh regions to qualify through of of the bunch outside, I think, of of course, like Asia, Brazil, OCE. Um, I think EU would like easily come up there. So yeah, tell definitely. me. Yeah. Were you, when did you guys join Lazarus? Uh, we joined Lazarus right before the World Cup because they offered a really good contract. The contract was like too good to the to the to decline. Hey, well, make that money. Yeah. <laughs> like the tournament is only six games, and it was too much money to risk for a six-game tournament. It's just right. too much RNG in to in a game in a tournament with six games. So we was like, okay, we would just accept the contract. Uh, we made sure that they didn't take anything from our World Cup, so there was no risk there. So you and paid nothing out of your earnings towards Lazarus when you won the World Cup? Yes, that's correct. Wow. I mean, that's, that's huge, Monster. Like, signing with an org, taking nothing? In fact, from, from my talks, the guys that actually uh, got first place with you guys um, at Cooler Esports, Nyrox and Aqua, that was told by their, one of their owners as well. They took 0% of their earnings. I mean, yes. it should always be like that. An organization should not base their business model off what that players earn. Because if you do that, then what's going to happen if the players are starting to do bad? How are you going to pay everybody? You need sponsors and not the earnings from players to fund your business. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's, a, I think it's crazy because this is the world's largest esport event ever. And we had the most winners that took, had to give no percentage to leagues or to their organizations. And that's, ne that's never the case. Like almost in every other esport, that is not the case. So, you know, congrats to everybody, number one, that, that came and brought a, a new team to, the, to, a, to an esport event. The Fortnite World Cup got noticed. Most of the teams that won weren't, weren't even teams that most people didn't even have on their radar including Lazarus, right? So yeah. I, th I think that's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you guys had, who else? Creo, right, is on with you guys, right? They, he ended up ending like fourth in the solos, so he was a winner as well. And they had you guys. I mean, Lazarus showing up pretty strong at the Fortnite World Cup. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure they're now the first team with the most earnings in Fortnite. Wow. After the World Cup, just like hey. up, instantly yeah, they, up there. So for you guys end up signing with Lazarus, you, you, you qualified, then you sign with Lazarus, you go to the Fortnite World Cup. What do you do when you arrive in New York? What do you, what, I want to know your experience from outside, coming from EU, coming over here. What was that like, arriving in New York City? Had you ever been before? What, what was the takeaway? Wolfie can go first. Oh, uh, so basically, like landing in New York, I, I had a really bad plane seat, so I didn't really see like, the outside of you like, flying in. Um, but like arriving at the hotel and just seeing all the faces that like I usually just see on my screen. Like it was really, it was like a really weird feeling like seeing people like Benji and Mongrel and being like, yo, they're actually like right over there. And it was like, it was really confusing and like to wrap it around my brain. Like how many people were there like, that I knew, but I didn't know. What about, what about you, Wolfie? Or Rojo, how was it for you? Uh, so basically when I landed, I just slept on the plane, which was really nice. So I was not tired at all. And then when I landed, I just went straight to the practice room to mm -hmm. feel out how it was there, the computers and stuff. And then I met Riversense straight away, which is a really nice guy, by the way. And 
after that, I just went out to eat and went to bed. Did you guys fly in together or no? No. Okay. I flew from Amsterdam and Wolfish flew, flew from London. Okay. So did you guys arrive the same day at least? Were you able to get together and... What? Yeah, I think we arrived like 20 minutes after one another. So we basically met each other also straight away in the practice room. I told Wolfie I was in the practice room and that I booked a PC for him as well there. So I just met him there straight away after. Was this y'all's first what time to meet in person? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was the first time to meet in, in real life. But it, and like, it, it was not awkward at all or something. So it was, that was kind of cool. It was not awkward at all. Because usually when you meet somebody from the internet, it's like kind of weird. You have to feel <laughs> the vibe and stuff. But it was not the case with us, which was really nice. Yeah, th- that's why I made it my business when I was in the like the players' lounge. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm Monster. Who are you? Who are you? Like, you guys are competing. I need to know everybody." I, w- I walked up to Rojo. I-, I saw Wolfie's multiple times throughout the weekend in the lobby yeah. and all that. Um, so you know, I-, I love being involved in and stuff like that. But yeah, like like he said, it's, it's one of those things, right? You gotta. It's like sometimes you just gotta break the ice, man, and and get people to like come out and and talk. So. Hopefully I made you guys feel comfortable at the World Cup as well. Yeah, no, it's really funny. Like I literally spent like half of my time in the lobby, like during the World Cup. Like and I met so many people, like me, like me, Cookie, Tux, and Rojo. We were literally chilling in the lobby for half the time. Yeah. <laughs> Monster, what was it like behind the scenes a little bit? Tell us a little bit about like what the players got to have, what the experience was from the hotel all the way to the venue. So honestly, the hotel was like the party spot. I'm not going to lie. Everyone wanted to hang out. Um, I think if I'm being honest, maybe like 30% of the players probably use the time to practice. The rest are like just hanging out and chilling like legit because well, you're in New York City and you're in a hotel with every single pro player. Um, naturally, everyone wants to hang out with each other and, and like just chill. So um, I definitely saw a lot of that. But as far as like at the player lounge and, and all that stuff, do you just have people of all different types of like likes there, right? You have the like people that are just shy, quiet. You can see like others' heartbeats literally coming out of their chest. Like they knew they were nervous. Um, and then you had the confident uh, people and then... It, it was just like a little bit of everything. It was exactly what you expected when you bring together like 200 of the best gamers in the world. You're going to get like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. One of the people that really uh, stood out to me as well was um, a crew and Chapix because they were one of the like more outgoing talkative. And then they like performed well as well uh, during, you know, the, the qualifier day. So like Wolfie's was also one of the more talkative outgoing. When I talked with Rojo, he was smiling and he was happy. Like I could just tell like some people who just had that like little bit of confidence. They also kind of showed up on the play days. So when they say they weren't like that nervous, I like totally believe them because some people just have the personality to shine under the pressure uh, environments. Well, you guys definitely showed up. Definitely were able to keep it under, under, uh, under wraps, keep the nerves sounded like uh, down as well. Talk to me a little bit about that going into that day. You guys are at New York now. You, you got to enjoy the hotel, which basically was Fortnite themed anyways. I mean, was it your car, your room, even Fortnite themed? Like it was crazy, yeah. right? You guys yeah. had a lounge there at the place. So everybody, you know, to reiterate that they could actually practice at the hotel and then they could also go to the stadium and then they had a player lounge there as well. So tons of crazy stuff from that. But you guys end up getting there. You, you see the World Cup. You end up seeing Arthur Ashe Stadium. And you're walking up. This is a huge moment for everybody. But for you guys individually, what what were you doing? What was the feeling of showing up at this humongous stadium with twenty eight thousand seats or whatever it is, and being able to step in there? What 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 was your mindset going into that, Rojo? 
for me, it was I was just focused on the game. I didn't really look at the people where they were sitting because it's just like a distraction. So I was just mainly focused on the game and everything in before, like introducing and stuff. I was like, okay, let's do the introductions, get to our PC and just warm up and get into the games. Like you got to stay focused on the game when you play a big tournament like that. What about for you, Wolfies? Uh, so when we walked into the stadium, I saw like all the seats and everything. And I was thinking like, if this is full, like it's a bit crazy. Like there was so many seats around. Uh, when we went up to the stadium or like the booth, it was amazing. Like we saw the amount of, we could see like the whole like vibe of the Fortnite place, like with all the, what the things? The other things are like give out smoke. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, they were really cool and everything. And the guys like with Fortnite gear on. That's awesome. But, so you you get to you get to step in there on the day of of the finals, which was Saturday for you guys. Step in there and you see it. You you do now see the seats filled. You you hear the crowd roaring. Did that play any effect to you, Wolfies, as you're going through the games, like hearing the crowd and hearing the excitement that was going on? Did it did it feed into it, or did you not really pay attention? Were you just locked in? Yeah, no, definitely. I was just switched. Like you could feel the vibe of the crowd and people dancing behind you and shouting and screaming, but. Apart from that, I was really focused on my gameplay. And after like a good warm-up game, I got like nine kills in my warm-up, which really gave me a massive confident booster. So I was just big chilling. What about for you, Rojo? What was the number one thing you were keeping in your mind as you're going into the day? Or maybe that you were even telling Wolfies, like, hey, let's focus here. Let's make sure we do this. Uh, so basically, before we, we started our matches, I told Wolfie, like, if you're getting nervous, just tell me and we will chill for a bit. But other than that, it was just like focus on the game, focus on the moment. And just like at one point, you will ignore the, the sound around you. You're just so focused on the game that you don't even hear the, the crowd screaming anymore. The only time I really like hear the crowd was when they started cheering out of nowhere. And then I was like, what is going on? And then I saw that Ziff died in the kill. But <laughs> <laughs> the entire like, crowd booed him. That was actually a real thing for some reason. Like yeah. every time they showed him on screen, the whole crowd booed him. That is for sure. Can I, can I just say like, I was on the mic the first time it happened and my heart skipped so hard. Cause I'm just thinking, what do I do as a caster yeah. in this room? Like what just happened? And then it just like, you, you just realize what's going on. And, you know, naturally I had to shout cast through the battle. And when he, yeah, like when he got killed and everyone went up in the roar, I look over at golden boy and I was just like, dude, this really just happened. Like, wow. And then we just, you know, the show goes on. You couldn't even stop to kind of digest it. You just had to keep powering through it. But yeah, that was a, that was a very interesting moment. That there was two moments specifically with him that I remember, like just being crowd roaring. It was a couple of times the loudest yeah, the crowd was, ever got. That one, and then like later I, in game five or six, uh, Lupo and Courage were casting, and they were doing like an overhead, and his name was there, and that just sent everyone up yeah, yeah. In, a, in a frenzy again. <laughs> I was like, whoa! So it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Hey, someone's got to be the villain, right? I talked to Ziff and Ronaldo. Uh, after it all, I, my advice to them was honestly, um, Hey, you know what? You guys made a big mistake. You, you guys get that suck it up, but, and don't let it defeat you. You got here still. And, uh, you know, just keep, yeah, you just embrace it like a meme, dude. Yep. It's whatever. No, for sure. I think it's also good for, uh, for the game. It's obviously not good that they were cheating. And I think they should have been banned for a longer period of time, mm -hmm. but it's good for the game when you're getting storylines. It's a bit of an yeah. issue. Fortnite that they want to keep everybody friendly and everybody friends with each other. Like it has its 
it's good as well, but it's all, it's a lot more fun to watch when you have storylines like competition in between each other. And you don't really have that yet in Fortnite because everybody's so friendly with each other. Yeah, oh, I it agree. Definitely, I, definitely adds that layer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think storylines, whether it's conflict between players or a player, you know, issue or whatever it is, storylines in general um, are great. And I think that's one thing that the that the Fortnite World Cup actually created around Fortnite that it needed a little bit more of is it needed these people like you guys that have these awesome stories of literally meeting for the first time at the World Cup in person and then walking away with over millions of dollars together, right? That's just ridiculous. That's an incredible. Crazy. And these are the things that I think that that speaks so highly of like what Fortnite can do, right? Um, and the ability of it. But you guys got through that whole day. All six games, you're looking up. You, you see what's going on. Wolfies even sees you guys are in second place. And we talked a little bit about what you said to each other when it happened. But what was the first thing that came to your mind whenever you stepped away? And you're like, okay, I need to call my mom or I'm going to call my girlfriend or I'm going to call my dad. Like, who was it that you wanted to call and be like, or, or talk to say, man, I did this. We actually did it. Uh, Wolfie can go first. So I look like as soon as we saw the second place, I had like no shoes on, bro. So like I was literally playing with no shoes. <laughs> no shoes on? Why didn't you have your shoes on? Yeah, be comfortable. Yeah, bro. I was getting myself comfortable feeling like I'm at home. So I turned around the, like the, all of the admins, like the admins during the games, they were all watching us. So we had like a group of admins literally behind us. And then I I, I like tried to run off and the admin was like, yo, you can't go there. So I was like, yo, I want to find my mom. Like I was literally running around the whole, like the circle stadium. And I was literally looking for my mom. I found her and I like, she couldn't see me because it was so loud. So I was literally, Derek Sonatin was like sitting there and I literally just walked past Derek Sonatin near their stand. And I just started jumping and screaming and looking at me like, yo, is this guy okay, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ho? Who was the first person you're like, man, I got to tell him or I got to see him. Uh, I don't even know anymore. Like the, the only thing I still remember is, is that the first thing I did when I got into the play allowance is tweet out. I tweeted out NA, why so quiet? Because EU domain. <laughs> 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 it's just a silly joke because they always say EU, why so quiet? So I was like, all right, this is my time to take them back. I like so it. There you go. NA, why so quiet? I like it. I like it. Well, a lot of money earned. I got to ask, what is the one thing you guys want to buy individually? What is it that you, you got to spend your Fortnite World Cup money on? Rojos, what is it? Uh, for me, I definitely want to invest it. And then it's like a bit like a comment, like I'm just going to keep the money safe, blah, 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 blah. But the, the only thing I really want is a Rolex, which I'm going to buy when I get the money. I already have one in my mind, but I'm just going to go to the shop and then... Nice nice little flex. One, like, the more, like the most, yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. What what about what about you, Wolfies? What's the one thing you want to buy? Uh definitely like a bigger house so I can have a really like pimped out gaming room. Like All right. Yeah. All right. So is that the plan to get a house for, for the fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just hey, and have a gaming room and everything in it and like uh what is it? A mini fridge and all that trash. Yeah. All right. I like it. I was it. gonna say, like uh Rojo, just make sure you do a nice YouTube video on it. So it's a it's a write-off, right? It's this part of your business, your look, your your uh this is for um how do you say it? Your uh your uniform, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a tire. Yeah, yeah, it's his work attire. Work attire. There you for go. For sure. Yeah, you definitely need to. You got you're gonna have to you're gonna have to show us that that Rolex when you when you pull it out for sure. Yeah, well, you give us uh and and Wolfie's is gonna have to give us a house tour, you know, and of your of your game room when you get it on too. Yeah, yeah, man. And you too, well, Wolfie's. Make sure you uh, you know you label it as a, another. This is your new big office, okay? Yeah. Nice little business write off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you guys preparing before the World Cup? Like as far as, uh, you know, days before, were you guys boot camp? When you got there to New York, did you boot camp at all? Did you do any of that besides just play on what was provided? Uh, so when we found out that there were like only 80 PCs, I quickly started looking up where there were lens, center, lens centers. And a lot of people were already talking about them. And the most common one was Helix. So the two days before the event, we basically were at Helix almost all the day. Which, is, okay. which worked in our favor that there were only 80 computers. Because for me, I'm 21, so it's easy for me to fix that kind of stuff and get Wolfie with me to that. But if you're like 14 and you don't play for an organization and you're just there on your own with your mother or dad, it's really dad, hard. That in the end was only 80 PCs kind of worked in our favor because we had more practice than other players. Yeah. No, it makes complete sense. I was one. I, I saw a lot of people boot camping while we were there throughout the week, uh, and doing all that stuff. So that's why I was curious to see what you guys did. Uh, how did? W- what's the plan moving forward? What do you guys do? What are Rojos and Wolfie's doing moving forward? Obviously, trios is a big thing. We've seen you play with Motor a little bit from Fnatic. Yeah. What? 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 What's? What's the plan for you guys? Uh, just win the event this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. So, are you, are you guys excited about trios and add motor to the combo? Or do you guys looking forward for some, maybe some other duo competitions down the line? What, what, what are you most excited for, for the future? Um, I think trios is fun, but trios should still be the main game mode because it's just, yeah, it's just better. It's like the, the point system in trios, it revolves too much around killing people and there's less, it's less important to play as well. You could see it like in the last weekend, uh, Milan, Enzo and I don't know who the third was. They had yeah, like 130 points. Yeah, CRR. Yeah, CRR. They had a ridiculous amount of kills. So it was just basically W keying the entire time, which is fun to watch, but it's not, you just remove so much from the game with end game, basically, which should be, in my opinion, way more important. So I hope that Dios is coming back. I'm not really expecting it the coming time because it's clear that they want to do more with trios. Yep. What about you, Wolfies? What are you most excited about for the future? Uh, definitely just trying to win another event and looking forward to having my game set up so I can have zero ping and kill everyone. <laughs> how was it? How was it? I got to ask, how was it playing basically on land zero ping, yeah. you know, there in the stadium? No, it was really good. Just it, like the game just being fair. Like usually in online, it's just, it's not fair at all. Like you can have some guy who just run up to your wall and take it and it, and it will, it just removes so much more of what you can do because there could be an insane player and you can run up to his wall, take it and kill him. And then you don't have to have a 20 minute fight. The only yeah at the event was apparently there was a bug with a broadcast mode, which created oh. input delay. So it kind of felt like you were playing on from Europe to NA East. And you definitely could see that with shadows. At one point, we both shadowed and we had 400 HP in total. And then we both lost 150 HP or something. And eventually, Nyrox and Aqua won that game. And we were the only duo alive with them. So that was kind of unfortunate in the end. But yeah, you could definitely see some things in the game where it felt like it was a more than usual input delay. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I, I'm always curious because obviously the big thing is ping here, right? Everybody wants to move to Virginia and the States because it's zero ping. Uh, and I know for you guys, definitely have those target markets over in EU. So I was just curious how different it felt being able to play on that stage with them uh, and be able to get those, you know, maybe take somebody's wall that you normally couldn't take. Was there anybody particular you guys wanted to face that you didn't get to battle maybe at the World Cup that you're like, man, I hope we get to catch them next time? 
Uh, I said to Wolfie that it would be cool if we uh, faced Aiden. So you have like the controller battle. That's basically <laughs> All right. the one where yeah. we talked about that would be Yeah, no, the funny thing is though, I did kill him in the warm-up game. So that was one good thing. All right. All right. That's good. Oh, man. Uh, I got to ask your quick thoughts so far on season 10, how you guys have been enjoying it. You know, I, you know, mechs aside, I guess, if you could take mechs out, right? I think we can all agree. Uh, if you could take mechs out, how would you, how do you, how do you like season 10 so far, Ruby? Uh, it's okay. It's just like, it was a little bit overhyped. Like the content isn't as good as I thought it would be. Like you see on Twitter and like Reddit, all these maps of all these like people making like a water kingdom in the bottom and the snow being removed. And I'm thinking, yo, season 10 is going to be sick. And then they bring back the, the, the factories. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but oh, come on. Well, what, what, what about you, Rojas? I mean, you weren't around really for season one or two or three. Well, mainly I played in season three and the most fun I've had in Fortnite was around Winter Royale because in EU, the Winter Royale didn't have planes or anything. So it was just, we only had impulses, I think, and jump yeah. pads. So that was basically like, that, that was when I had the most fun. And that's the meta right now, if you remove the, the max, I'm 100% sure that they're going to remove them for competitive. So I'm not worried about that. It's just that I don't really like the quad faults because there's just too many places right now, like Snobby, it's just too hard to get out of Snobby. So I'm hoping they bring the quad back and then we actually have a really good meta, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bringing some more mobility back yeah. into the game. What about you, Monster? What's your overall take so far? Season 10, how are you enjoying it? Yo, season 10 is dope. Um, I definitely agree with the quad being removed. I was kind of hoping for more rifts. Like, I saw the rift come back from, like, next to Greasy. I thought they were going to do, like, a big, like, you know, bring back the Viking rifts and all that kind of stuff to balance out the removal of the quads. But I don't know, man. If I had to guess... They took it out for a reason, and there's still like a whole bunch of map stuff happening right now. Apparently, there's a crack over tilted. So, for all we know, Neil tilted could get crushed and like in falls in the new or the old, I guess, original tilted as things start to like get mixed up in this whole timeline. But, um, season 10 is dope. The game, all in all, is pretty decent. Mechs are definitely like in a whole nother league. I don't know how that balance happened, but it is what it is. And uh, yeah, you know, just avoid them and you're good. <laughs> I got, I got to ask one last question before we get out of here. And that is for all of you, you all got to experience the Fortnite world cut. Some of us viewing as in me, some of us commentating as in monsters. Some of you of us playing as in Wolfies and Rojo. Uh, we heard a lot of talk of people like, man, after World Cup, I'm out of here. Like, forget this. Fortnite is over. It's dying. The World Cup is its last hope, and it's not going to go anywhere afterwards. I'm going to be a free agent, blah, blah, blah. What, what, what's your takeaway? My takeaway is people are more stoked about Fortnite than ever. They wish they could be Rojos and Wolfies buying a Rolex or a house pretty soon, and they're going to keep grinding their butts off. And in fact, I think more people have come on like, oh, hey, actually, I'm, I'm going to step up. I'm going to grind harder now than I was before. Uh, for you, Monster, as a commentator, what was your takeaway? Oh, I, I called this a long time ago. I was like, man, these boys ain't going nowhere. You, you, tell the, you know, you see the winnings out there and, and you see the game and the devs. You know, the devs are like, it's, I know it's like a coin flip sometimes, guys. Sometimes it just looks like, holy crap, they're doing everything we want. And then other times like, where did the mech come from? Like what we're doing so good. Right. Or like, why'd you take this out the game? I, I get that. But all in all, when it comes down to like the, the pattern or the trends that we've seen, whenever we hit like that 
tail end competitive and the big tournaments come up, like we see a lot of great changes. So I, I'm not too worried um, at all with the Fortnite competitive. I'm actually really excited for the season 10 uh, champion league that they just announced because now we're going to have yep. season champions and who knows how that's going to play a, a role. Um, it just gives us something like really awesome to look, look, look forward to each season. And this season is focused around trios. So yo, let's find let's find the next best like trio, right? So I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped for a Fortnite competitive. What about you, Wolfies? I heard you 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 jump in there a little bit. You're excited about the the season champion? Yeah, no, definitely. I can't wait for that. Like just to actually have something to grind for. Like instead of just playing EU customs where you just have a bunch of people monkeying around and just rushing your box. So <laughs> and what about you, Rojosvis? Are people quitting? Are they are they jumping out? Are they grinding harder? Uh, I think people are grinding harder. They just say that they want to quit and then they see how much money can be made and we're like, oh, wait, I'm back again. And it's, just, it's, like, it's like Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty used to be the main game when I was younger and it's still around. Fortnite is not going away the next five years. It's way too big to go away that quickly. So I think for sure, five plus, five plus years at least, Fortnite will be uh, probably the main esports game in terms of viewership and stuff. I like it, man. I, I, I'm with you on it. I'm obviously we're firm believers of the love and the passion for Fortnite and the game and the competitive community. I got to ask you guys one tip to give the audience. So I'm going to, we're going to jump in here real quick to tips and tricks. I want to get your quick tip for it, for all your fans. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, Rojos and Wolfies, tell me the one thing you would tell somebody about good teamwork. Rojos, why don't you start us off? Uh, good teamwork is basically how it comes down to communication. And don't take things personal. As soon as you start taking things personal, then it goes wrong. That's usually when most of the teams split. And you got to keep each other sharp as well. A lot of teams, when they play for months with each other, they just get kind of loose with each other and they don't point out their mistakes anymore. You always got to keep pointing out the mistakes, what somebody is doing. It doesn't matter how long you've been playing with him or her. Yep. Yep. What about you, Wolfies? What's, what's the key? What's something you would tell everybody that maybe has worked for you and Raho or you guys have learned together that's the key to your teamwork? Uh, definitely learn each other's play styles and work to your strengths. So, like, if you have good ping, then hold walls for your teammate. Or if you have better accuracy, then your teammate would like path for you and you go for the shots just work to your strengths and not your weaknesses but also build on them no that's really good and uh, we've heard that from some uh, that's really good awesome guys well thank you so much for joining us any last words you guys want to say to your fans or to your family or to anybody else that may listen to the fortnite podcast uh i don't really have anything left to say <laughs> <laughs> what about you wolfies anything you want to say to your fans out there uh the support is actually amazing and don't i'm not going anywhere soon awesome awesome well guys congratulations on a second place win uh win at fortnite world cup and being the number one duo still together in the world congratulations on that as well thank you and uh i can't wait to watch you guys go through champions league here at season 10 and see you guys, you know, on, maybe on top of the trios as well. well. We'll see if that happens. So thank you guys so much. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Shoot us review on iTunes. Leave us some comments on Podbean. Send all your complaints to monster at thefortnitepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thefortnitepodcast. Myself, 2LoudTX, number 2, L-O-U-D, letters T-X. Monster D-Face, M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D-A-F-A-C-E. And also, Rojos. Make sure you, you follow Rojos 
R-O-J-O-11 on Twitter. And Wolfies is W-O-L-F-I-E-Z-G-G, I believe. Is that right, Wolfies? Yeah, yeah, is that correct? yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, hey, tell each one of you guys, let's start with Wolfies, then we'll go row, then Monster. Tell, tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week. Uh, so I've been doing daily streams on my Twitch, which is Wolfies, uh, W-X-L-F-I-E-Z. Uh, and for you, Rob? For me, you can find me on Twitch as well, which is the same name as my Twitter. I'm trying to stream as much as possible, but I have to see what's going on with the upcoming events, what I can stream and what I don't want to stream. So I will announce the schedule really soon. Awesome. And Monster, as always, where can they find you throughout the week? Yep, as always, guys, catch me on YouTube uh, because, you know, content's up 24-7 there. But we are back to live streaming and all that good stuff. Thank you guys for all the extensive support lately. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a scary feeling going away for weeks and weeks from the stream, but coming home to support feels good all the time. So as always, guys, thank you guys so very much for supporting us. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed this banger. Yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. Wolfies, Rojo, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, for being here. And congratulations on being champions. Can't wait to see what happens. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. Mm-hmm.